ho, Mary Podmas, Carter here. And Sydney here. And welcome to the 12 Days of Dismas. It's the 12 Days of Podmas, Carter. We have to commit now. You already said ho, ho, ho. So we've been initiated in, whether we like it or not. Yes, welcome everybody to the 12 Days of Podmas, as all of my hard Canva work would indicate... (laughs) This is the 12 days of Podmas. <laughs> yeah, we decided to do something very special for this holiday season. Um, Sydney, this was your idea. You have the floor. This is, um, I must say, a lot more difficult than <laughs> we anticipated. Carter, you said something funny the other day about, like, yeah, ABC Family really um, <laughs> set us up for failure here about, like, marathon content in any capacity but yes welcome to the 12 days of podmas where we want to give you a little mini slice of disney desk every day for 12 days straight like lucky you right yeah so we are basically going to have a lot of more slightly more bite-sized episodes with a few longer ones that are will be more traditional episodes uh starting this uh starting this week the week leading up to christmas and then the week after basically the days you're going to have off for the holidays right we're going to be right there we're with you. bored you're bored <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> yes we'll be there sipping cocoa with you dodging family exactly uh, drinking nog um right other things that won't involve drinking holiday themed beverages and most importantly talking about disney stuff which is what we do here And we are so excited to begin. Yeah, we are so excited. It'll be a nice change of pace. Um, We're excited to focus all in on Disney for the first time in a while. Right. And um, I can't think of a better way to celebrate the holidays than, you know, the House of Mouse. Absolutely. Shall we begin? Welcome to the first day of Podmas. is your favorite Christmas memory or tradition that you have from growing up or your life? Hmm. You know, this was a tricky one because I think you you were talking around Thanksgiving kind of like being like, oh, the Guardians Christmas special made me appreciate like found family and like dictating your family. Mm-hmm. For me, historically, Christmas is that holiday that made me realize like, oh, my family is a lot. Like, I struggle with the concept of family. Mm-hmm. On top of just, as someone who's obsessed with making sure everyone's having a good time, right? The, with the pomp and circumstance of holidays, it's always difficult. But I was thinking about it, and you know what memory is my favorite? So, for the longest time growing up, my grandparents would take us to the city, roughly in that period between Thanksgiving and Christmas. To New so York? they would, yes, they would pick something in New York. And we would do it. I remember the first time we did it very vividly. It was, uh, we went up to the Empire State Building. And I immediately fell in love with New York City. Basically, every time you hear me talk about New York, every time you hear me talk about my time at NYU, or talk about, you know, my love of New York at Christmas, it really starts there. Because that was my first time in a city. Not just any city. Wow. The city. And I just, I couldn't get over, like, oh my god, this building is so huge, and it looks so cool, and there was a giant monkey that climbed it, and then I got lost, I literally (laughs) got lost in the Empire State Building, apparently I wanted to, like, check out a gift shop, so I just wandered off. Oh my Um, god. 
Yeah, and, you know, and then we would just keep doing different things. One year it was to see The Lion King. One year it was to see Beauty and the Beast. One year it was to see The Rockettes. Um, oh, one year it was Ellis Island. Mm. And, like, like it's so important to me. Be- and I realize that's one of my favorite memories because, like, again, as you've said, like, New York, like, it feels weird not seeing you in New York. And it's, like, almost immediately I fell in love with the city. Right. You know, warts and all, its energy, its vibe. I remember how, even something as little as, like, I the first time I was in New York, I saw a guy playing trumpet, like a busker, like, mm-hmm. with a little, like, suitcase of money. And I'm like, that's so cool. <laughs> Even though I'm like, in reality, I'm like, oh, well, that person might be homeless. Right. <laughs> but That makes so much sense because I'm just, like, hearing you talk about the Empire State Building, I remember the day that you moved into NYU, and after your parents left, you, like, went to the Empire State Building. That's, like, the first thing you did as, like, yeah. an adult. In, like, on your own in New York, like, you immediately just went to the Empire State Building and took pictures and sent them to me. And I love that, that you're just, like, drawn there. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, it was, it's kind of embarrassing because it's like, God, what a tourist. But, like, <laughs> my parents, like, basically left right away because of some hoo-ha about, like, oh, you can't stay too long. You don't want them to feel homesick. And I was like, okay, I'm in the largest city in the world. I have no sense of direction. I don't have a map. What do I do? And they were like, you have to go down to Washington Square Park to get your ID. And I'm like, okay, I can figure this out. And then I did. And I'm like, all right, I'm feeling kind of accomplished. Right. And because Washington Square Park has a direct line to Fifth Avenue, I'm like, oh, there's the Empire State Building. Hmm. All right, here we go. Yeah. And then I didn't realize how many steps that would be. On top of then, I walked straight down to the Freedom Tower. Uh, I had a limp the entire first week of school because <laughs> my body was not prepared for 45,000 steps in one day. Um, and as tacky as it sounds, like... Like, the end of my freshman year, I went up to the top of the Empire State Building, and it just happened to be NYU Purple to celebrate the graduating class. Oh, wow. As, like, this little, like, I did it. I made it. Right. I survived a year in this town. Yeah. All right, what's yours? Okay, mine is, you know, this is something that I actually have no idea whether this is something that happens everywhere in the United States or just, like, in the Northeast or what the context is for this. It actually happened yesterday, but it happens every year. And it is when Santa Claus gets on a fire truck with all of the horns blowing as loud as they can and slowly crawls down the street and waves to everybody uh, in the neighborhoods. And he literally does that all day long for one day in December. Like, and it's usually like, within the week before actual Christmas on on a Saturday when most people are at home. And it is, to this day, probably my favorite part of, of this time of year for, for a few different reasons. First of all, like, you know what I'm talking about. Does this happen in your neighborhood? No, except that one year where he just started blaring metal at three in the morning to keep me up. Um... That year he tried sleep deprivation to get in my head, but yeah, I've never heard it. You've never mentioned this before. Really? I, why, this is something that happens every year. Even when I like lived in a different town, (laughs) like it, but maybe it's a Pennsylvania thing. Maybe it's a Bucks County thing. I don't, I don't really, I don't know. But anyway, this is a, this is I mean, I feel like it's not a crazy tradition in terms of like, I feel like every community has a 
Santa is king, Santa is God. Is, is a doing something, right? Yeah. Like, Yardley, when I was working on Small Business Saturday, it also happened to be the day the Christmas parade was in, like, downtown Yardley. And Santa Claus was on, like, a little float going, like, ho, ho, ho. Right. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. That's his his language. Um, which is, like, isn't that funny that ho, ho, ho is, like, essentially I am Groot, but for <laughs> Santa? Okay. Right. Anyway. I don't. Where does that come from? Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. I don't know. Like, he, was I, that just a Coca-Cola product? I imagine thing? he just chain-smoked his entire life, and that's just, like, how he breathes. But <laughs> I mean, I I helped him name the reindeer, but I don't remember him mentioning having emphysema. Yeah, but yeah, having a catchphrase. <laughs> but um, anyway, so yes, ever since I was little, basically, here's the rundown for those of you that have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, you hear it's Saturday morning in December, and you're like, oh, is there a fire going on somewhere in the neighborhood? Because all I'm hearing all morning are these sirens, and they get louder and louder and closer and closer, and then you realize, oh, shit, that's Santa Claus on top of a fire truck, like, coming down the street. And you come out of your house, and he, he either, either he or a firefighter will, like, throw candy at you, or to you, rather, and you wave to Santa... <laughs> And it's so fun because he's moving so slow that he has time to, like, personally wave to, like, every single person that's outside. And, you know, this is just my favorite tradition because it's, like, I'm a really, like, I get really sentimental about about certain things. And it's, like, you know, what's what what's great about, about this event every year is that, like, eventually he passes by and, like, you and all your neighbors are just, like, standing outside for a moment. And then you're kind of like, oh, hi. <laughs> How have you been? Like, it always leads in this weird sort of magical way. It leads to, like, this reconnection with the people that you live around. And there's always, like, a brief moment of pause after it's over where you are sort of, like, catching up gently with so-and-so across the street, so-and-so next door, so-and-so and and their kids next door, like, and it just leads to this, like, really beautiful moment that I think at a time of year when everybody is shut up in their house and moving entirely too quickly and is busier than they've ever been, it just kind of forces a pause that I have always appreciated, that that's always, like, meant a lot to me, and that has always felt a lot more special than, you know, than just the event of Santa coming by. But I do think that's an interesting point you made. Mm -hmm. Like it is like uh, the moments that are treasurable during Christmas, like it's the most manic time of the year. It's the most chaotic time of the year. And yet like the moments that you remember are the moments where everything just stops for a second. And that's like, it's like, that's why we want a white Christmas because snow and it just mutes everything and you just have a moment of quiet Right. And, like, comfort. And, you know, also, it's like, you know, my mom and I happened to go to the mall the other day, and and Santa was at the mall, like he is, you know, taking the pictures with everybody or whatever. They still do that. And my mom and I even had this, like, because my mom is, like, she's fun. She's, like, you know, she's still quite a kid at heart. And we were just, like, excited to just, like, see him. And I'm like, you know... How many adults do I know that, like, wouldn't be excited about seeing Santa? It's, like, life is so much more fun when you buy in to stuff like that. And I think that's kind of the point of our podcast, actually. Like, 
of, of why we insist on being two adults that, that want to talk about Disney all the time. It's like, life is so much more fun when you buy in to things like Sam. When you commit to the bit. Yeah, and and it, and it's thrilling to like see Santa Claus on top because like you have a moment where you're like that's really him you know like it's the guy it's the dude and that like that means kind of a lot actually there's there there's a lot of of merit to just buying in and and allowing yourself to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> 